We have fans. I've gotten people to listen to the podcast. We have uh, an estimated six listeners, according yeah. to Anchor. Nice. <laughs> I saw that it's on Apple Podcasts now, though. Mm-hmm. So our, we, we're we got all on over. Both. Hell yeah. Are you painting? Shout out to Anchor, Hell the yeah. chillest hosting site. They're all about not n- no money. Shout out happening, to Anchors. Happening. Uh, you can use them on ships. They're great for tattoos. And if you play Stardew Valley, there's two of them on the wall in your starting uh, house. Anchors. They're real big. They're very big. Baking pancakes, making bacon pancakes. Take some bacon and I'll put it in a pancake. Baking pancakes, that's what it's gonna make. Baking It's a hot one. God, it's a hot one. Missouri but sucks in the summer. That's what this that's one is all. called. We're going to take a little break from Sex in the City today, I think, and just talk about how much Missouri sucks. Can we just do that? Let me count the ways. <laughs> don't move to Missouri. If you're thinking about it, don't. Don't, don't do it. let the cheapness of living draw you in. Yeah. It's not worth it. Right. It's kind of like... You know, you'd choose, like, McDonald's over, you know, like a sit-down restaurant because of the price. But if you're going to be shitting for five days. There's that, yeah. You know, yeah. like, mm-hmm. there's a reason it's cheap. Yeah. Um, I noticed something this week. I hadn't really looked into it because mm-hmm. I am lazy, but this season was actually put out in 98. Really? Um, I thought it was 2000. Me too. But, yeah. Everything so looks this very is, 2000s. This is officially a 90s show. Interesting. Okay. Um, which I kind of, I guess I kind of already knew, but I forgot. Yeah. But, yeah, we're at double digits this week. Episode 10. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, well, well. Welcome. This a is... little, let's give ourselves a hand. We did it. Yep. It only took us a lot more than 10 weeks. Um, <laughs> this is the baby shower. And it's this. I feel like you're going to have a lot to say about this episode. This one was challenging for me. Yeah, for sure. Nobody comes out of this episode looking particularly good. (laughs) There are no heroes in this one. It was... I think it's good that I didn't take as many notes because, Mm -hmm. like, I honestly want to know more about what this episode was like for you watching Mm -hmm. it. Because, I mean, this episode would be completely different watching it as somebody who has had the female experience and someone there's who not, has not there's like not myself. a single dude in this episode is there not not really mr big is only heard of in tales and stories on this mm-hmm. one i don't think we saw a man no carrie does make someone else's pregnancy about her though that's fun well <laughs> and yeah. your point <laughs> So uh, we start off the episode with each of the girls independently getting an invitation to their friend Lainey's baby shower. Lainey. And we saw full breasts in this episode. (laughs) This one was just, yeah, this one was a lot. Man, HBO came out swinging, huh? Like, for some reason, I kind of thought that, like, HBO might have, like, been a little bit tamer back in the day, but mm-hmm. then then they kind of evolved to be the, you know, Game of Thrones, I, I, watching I somebody finger bang another person. I absolutely don't know anything about HBO. I don't know how long they've been a, a, 
uh, I a think platform. this was I'd... I think this was one of the one of their first like successful shows. I mean, this is the one that everyone knows them for. Yeah, but I yeah. don't know how. But uh, boy, howdy, they came out swinging! Like they're full both breasts, both of them were out <laughs> at the same time. At the even. same time, <laughs> I was genuinely like shocked and a little bit scandalized. I was like, wow, oh wow! The fact that she was slowly taking her clothes this off is, well, didn't just... tip you off. I mean, I've watched a lot of TV. Usually when that happens, like, you know, you see something. And then, like, even in an HBO show, like, you see, like, you know, it, but it's tasteful. This was just, like... Yep. Wow. Guns are blazing. Guns were blazing. Um, so this is an old mutual friend of the girls. And after um, the initial shock of the fact that she's going to have a baby... Um, they all convene at Carrie's and uh, pile on her bed and eat popcorn and gripe over. <laughs> <laughs> it's so. I love that you use the word gripe. I think you've used that word before to describe their banter, and it's so <laughs> accurate. Yeah, and it's like so unfounded. Because, like, this has nothing to do with any of them. Charlotte is, of course, very happy for Lainey because God, she's Charlotte. God, Charlotte in this episode, man. <laughs> Charlotte, ugh. Charlotte, actually, I, I felt Charlotte more than Did I you felt really? any, anybody else in this wow, episode. Wow, see, this is why this is going to be so interesting to talk about because mm-hmm. I would not have struck that. I wouldn't have, str- <sighs> you don't strike me as somebody who would, would be like, oh, yeah, I'm, also, I'm with Charlotte on this one. I mean, she's the only one who's being kind of reasonable, through this whole thing. Okay, so... Reasonable is an interesting way to say horny for the idea of having children. She seems to be, like, very, very into everything and just, like, over no, the top. Like, a- absolutely, but that is very, A, true to Charlotte. Yes. And, B, just, like, I don't know, consistent? Or, like... That's fair. Uh, we'll get to it. Yeah. So Miranda is just livid for no reason. She... <laughs> is so angry at the idea of <laughs> children and baby showers. She's, she says stuff like, you couldn't drag me to that thing if you put a harpoon in my mouth. Uh, if I see another cardboard <laughs> stork, I'm going to I'm gonna rip off its beak. She, <laughs> she is, did say that. <laughs> she is... It's rough. Um, and Samantha is... Um, God bless Samantha in this episode. I really felt her the whole time, really. Samantha, I'm not going to let her off the hook, but there were some good moments with yeah. her. Yeah. She's dismissive, but she's also just kind of, like, disgusted mm-hmm. about it. Well, for Samantha, it's more about who it is, because they had that it whole is. rivalry thing. And this is the first episode where we've actually seen a different kind of side to Samantha, but it's, it's, it's presented in a way that we have prior to this been privy to the fact that she has some insecurities, which we have not. That's true. Um, And we kind of just dive into this one uh, with the preconception (laughs) that, well, Sam talks a big game, but she's actually like really insecure. That has not been established at all. In the show. You're right. Yeah. It has just kind of been, and, she talks a big game. Yeah. And has big game. And ha- like, yeah, she has, she has, as a character, portrayed absolutely nothing but complete. Confidence. Um, yeah, confidence yeah. and self-assuredness. Mm. And yeah, so it just kind of threw us into that mindset out of nowhere. Mm. Um, so what happens is there's a flashback to eight years before this. 
and Carrie's overdub is explaining who Lainey is. <laughs> um, and she's a party girl who has sex with everybody. And the flashback is to a party at Sam's. It's like a real rager. Mm-hmm. Um, and Lainey is making out with a girl on Sam's couch. And this is... Oh, I like, um, this is like early 90s, so Miranda has a very, very terrible bob cut. Um, okay, and uh, okay. I have quite a bit to say about... The fashions? Yeah, okay. I wasn't I wasn't quite sure how far in the past it was supposed to be. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Miranda has black hair. It's not black. I thought it was too, but it really? was, it's the lighting. Yeah. Oh, you think so? Is it? I, I um, in another shot, they... They get closer oh, and you can actually okay, see okay. it's Because it looks black. It does look black, yeah. But okay. It's not. That's why I think that was what threw me the most. Also, the pink cowboy hat was definitely <laughs> Carrie's part wearing, of that for Carrie's me. Carrie's wearing a pink cowboy hat. Oh, Jesus. Um, a cropped leather jacket with a with a big <laughs> old boob window. And like a maxi skirt. Carrie is, yeah, she went full clown car for, <laughs> for this party. Cowboy clown car. Yeah. Um, Sam has a funny hairstyle, but other than that, she's fabulous. Yeah. I think it, yeah, it was just like, it was the mix of, I thought Miranda had black hair, which confused mm-hmm. me. I was like, mm-hmm. well, how far back is this supposed to be? Yeah, and what, also, what is, is red not her natural color? Is like, this, is this teenage Miranda? Yeah, well, that, exactly. That was what I was wondering is if yeah. this was supposed to be some kind of joke mm-hmm. where they're dressed up as teenagers, but it's like them, mm-hmm. you know, because it's the, they're the actors. But no, that would have been funny. It wasn't that long ago. Yeah. It, it was, they were supposed to be in their mid twenties. Yeah. Plus, you know, Carrie's absolute <laughs> chaos of an outfit in there. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's. It's par for the course. Am I off what? in saying that Lainey is very strangely cast? Like, to me, she looks like the mom part, but she doesn't look like the party girl part. I mean, as far as casting goes in this show, I'm way past judging a person <laughs> by their face. Fair enough. Um, well, there's just a lot of stuff about her. Like, the way I, her hair was, like, bobbed. It was just, I, like, it's very mom. I wrote this down. Um, her name is Dana Wheeler Nicholson, and I swear I've seen her before in the something. The actress? Yeah. Oh. Um, she looked very familiar, and she sounded familiar. Hmm. Um, I thought she was excellent in this role, though. No, she is, especially later on, yeah. like, mm-hmm. at the end. Yeah, yeah. It, it was great. And, like, how she sells it at the beginning and then, like, mm-hmm. kind of subverts that at the end. Like, she's a very good actress. Yeah. yeah. She did real good. I she just wasn't thought... written awesome the whole time, but she did yeah. a good job. I, I just thought she looked like a mom. Like, even in her party girl phase, like, she just kind of looked like a soccer mom. Eh, the 90s were weird. That's fair. All right, I have to mention this because it's a thing, and I don't like it, but it's a thing, and I have to say it. Okay. Um, Sam makes a comment about Lainey making out with a girl on her couch, and she says if she has uh, sex on that couch, she buys it. And uh, <laughs> Carrie says, um, isn't that how you got the couch from me? Which was, okay, that's fine. Yeah. Um, Pretty standard joke for this show. Yeah. Um, it's not funny, but it's not, you know, insulting. It's whatever. Um, so, uh, this is a, this is a crazy party, and the whole, uh, group of people there start yelling at, uh, Lainey to take off her shirt, uh, so they can see her tits. And it's gross. Yes. But she, like, goes... This is where you she, see all her boobies. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All, all And of them. she gets up and starts dancing and stripping, and everybody loves it. Yeah. Um, and the three girls, Carrie, Miranda, and Sam are uh, standing in the kitchen watching. Haunting the doorway, almost. <laughs> these women do really haunt wherever they are. They're oh, just yeah, kind they're... of specters on the doorstep of these 
<laughs> fun, nice people. Precisely. Yeah. And uh, they're kind of berating her for this, and not in a overt way, but Miranda says, um, she, she says a joke that wasn't funny, but made Sam laugh, which made me laugh. <laughs> um, Miranda says... Oh, I think I remember this, yeah. Miranda says, as uh, she's getting ready to show her tits, she says... Those things have made so many public appearances, they need a, uh, a public relations agent or something like that. Yeah. And that was pretty S- funny. Sam does a really cute, like, aha! And I liked it. Yeah. But they're just kind of watching, disgusted as Lainey takes her clothes off. And Sam says, look at her. She's like the poster girl for low, low self esteem. It's so sad. Mm. Um, and Miranda makes it. Something about Oreos. Yeah, she says, uh, I have low self-esteem, but I uh, handle it the healthy way by eating double-stuffed Oreos. Yeah. Um, And this is where Carrie's voiceover goes into the fact that Lainey and Samantha kind of have a rivalry going. Hmm. Um, What she says is, they were both wild, both sexy, and both incredibly insecure. Which does not track... So far, for Sam at all, but apparently... Or Lainey, really. Like, I mean... Well, later on it does, I guess. But I thought that was more of a situational thing. I think it does track, because when everyone's yelling at her to take take her tits out Mm -hmm. the first time... Oh, yeah, she is a little bit hesitant. Yeah, she goes, oh, come on, guys, you've seen enough of my tits. And that could totally be just, like, a, a playful thing, but right. it could not it be. Didn't co- you're right, though. It didn't come off as a playful thing. It did come it off like she didn't It could have legit just been, like, leave me alone. <clears throat> yeah. But they didn't leave her alone, so she Granted, though, when, when, you know, it does go down, she seems to be very into it. She seems, seems to be having to be, a, a lot of fun. That's the thing. Okay, fair. All right. <laughs> so you think it is, like, she has just as many insecurities as Sam? That, I mean... I don't know about Sam, but yeah, it's really a tale um, of two cities. From, two. from what Carrie is saying, uh, that's what we're meant to believe yeah. is that she's doing this stuff for validation, um, which I don't know. I mean, maybe, maybe it's complicated. Mm-hmm. Um, so then we find out that Lainey uh, later married an investment banker and moved to Connecticut. Um, which uh, nobody could believe. Um, am I am I wrong in saying that I think they've mentioned moving to Connecticut multiple times in the show as like the thing you do when you have settled down in New York? Uh, like oh probably. What, what was the one episode where they was it the Bay of Married Pigs or whatever where the guy walked out in oh, front of her in his underwear? That was the Hamptons. The Hamptons. Yeah. Now where's that? <laughs> <laughs> That's where you go on vacation when you've settled down in New York. Ah. In Connecticut. (laughs) You leave your summer home in Connecticut to go to to your Hamptons Hamptons pad. Okay. I got you. I'm I'm tracking now. (laughs) So, end of flashback. Charlotte really wants to go because it's a baby shower and it's going to be fun. Mm -hmm. And Miranda calls it a cult because they, uh, they all move to Connecticut. And they all dress the same and look the same. And they all uh, follow the same belief system of babies. (laughs) Carrie says that they should go because it's the right thing to do. (laughs) And Sam says, what do you mean? What are you talking about? And Carrie, this actually is one joke of Carrie's that I did appreciate. She says, okay, imagine you're driving 
and you see a sign that says two-headed snake, you're going to pull over, right? Oh, okay. <laughs> so when when Lainey has a baby, you're going to pull over. You pull over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it just kind of, again, like furthers the, the established truth that Carrie doesn't see people really as people, more no. like just kind of curiosities. No, no, not at all. Curios to be collected and observed. Indeed, and yeah. Put in cages and boxes and things. That's what her, uh, her entire uh, career is based on. Yeah. Um, and then Sam follows this up with, she's right. It is the right thing to do. <laughs> I liked that. I, I really enjoyed Miranda's, uh, I like her dry one-liners kind of get to me sometimes mm-hmm. as we've established, but like, I feel like most of them are pretty palatable this time. I, I liked her. I liked her monologues and her, her little, her witticisms. Yeah. She actually wasn't super nasty with her one-liners this week. That is, that's it. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Because she, was, she can tend she, to be that. She was diminutive, but not, uh, yeah. not mean. Not a complete dick face like sometimes she yeah. is. It's um, it's no, I'd f- like to feed her a tub of lard. Yeah, for the most part. Um, and then <laughs> Sam, Sam gets this look on her face like, oh, imagine how fat she's going to be. <laughs> It's not great. No, that wasn't. Um, yeah, and then she, well, then she says that, and then she does this little smile. <laughs> that was what got me. She's looking me. off into space and smiling. It's, yeah, yeah, she's like, imagine how fat she's gonna be, and this little smile like creeps on her face. And it's like, all right, okay. Um, so Carrie is uh, writing the date down in her uh, date book, and she realizes that her period is late. Mm. So they all get up early uh, that Saturday to drive to Connecticut. Uh, They're all super groggy, and they're at the rental place getting a car. And Sam is wearing a very skimpy top, which I... Is this the one that's kind of like a mesh in the front, or like it comes together? It's it's just completely open in the front. Between the boobs, it's completely open. Yes, okay, that is the one that I'm thinking Um, of, yeah. Which isn't appropriate for a baby shower, but... But she's got something to prove. But I, I'm, I, I, I totally get it. Yeah. Like that, that really feels like something I would do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Carrie realizes that she forgot to get a present for Lainey, and Sam says, "Oh, you can go in on mine." And she pulls out a bottle of scotch. Yeah. And Carrie's like, "Really?" And Miranda, she, Carrie asks what Miranda got for Lainey, and Miranda says condoms. <laughs> And Carrie said, no, seriously, what did you get her? She says, no, seriously. She says, no, seriously. They're pastel. They're pastel. I got her condoms. That got me. That was my bit. I think that might have been my biggest laugh this episode. And this just kind of, Charlotte excluded. I think the girls don't really understand what a baby shower is for. Yeah, that's fair. Either that or they do, but they're just being assholes about it. Sam got her booze. Uh-huh. Miranda got her condoms and Carrie got her nothing. Well, the point of a baby shower is to yes. get them stuff for the baby <laughs> that's coming. It definitely, I, I feel like this was a very well-written scene, though, mm-hmm. because Sam's is a very obvious fuck you, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. like a like a power play. Mm-hmm. She gives her booze. Mm-hmm. She can't drink. Mm-hmm. And, like, that used to be her thing, mm-hmm. you know, but but Sam can. Yeah. That That's what that was about, I'm yeah. sure. And, like, Miranda's, I... I I'm not really quite. I haven't diagnosed Mar- that Miranda, one. Miranda's being practical. Yeah, that's she fair. Doesn't, okay. She doesn't. She she has no um no space in her mind to consider a baby. 
but what she can think about is her friend yeah. and the fact that she's in the this predicament in the first place. So you know what? I'm here for you, yep. and this is not going to happen again. Not going to happen watch. again. And they're pastel. Yeah. And then Charlotte runs up with... Yes, and then Charlotte uh, comes running down the street with a gigantic saran-wrapped <laughs> uh, baby basket. The size of her tiny, tiny body. It is, Yeah. <laughs> Um, oh, that and, made me laugh a lot, too. Just and, seeing her, like, click, 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 click <laughs> with this giant fucking basket. That was really cute. Pretty good. And Carrie says, yeah, I'm signing her card. So they all pile into the car, but nobody gets into the driver's seat. And I like that. That was too. also really that good. That was really funny. Does and anyone then, know how to drive? And then Sam, Sam holds up the keys, and she's like, does anybody know how to drive? <laughs> it was so completely nonsensical. Mm-hmm. And, like, all of a sudden, I, I was in, like, a fucking Three Stooges yeah. Episode yeah. or something. Like that was I was like, what what am I watching here? <laughs> <laughs> like I get it, people in New York, blah blah blah, but mm-hmm. they have driven in this show before and the joke was just so weird and out of left field. I liked it. Not unappreciated. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Like I was I, not expecting that. It did make me giggle, but more in like a what kind of way. You know, like the okay. <laughs> So Carrie pulls them into Lainey's neighborhood and uh, she said something weirdly poignant right here that I really appreciated. Mm -hmm. She said, I wondered how a place filled with so much nature could look so unnatural. Mm. That is the perfect way to describe suburbia. It is. Especially, I think, New England suburbia. Yeah. I was surprised by that from Carrie. Um, Charlotte loves everything. She loves the house. She loves the neighborhood. She loves the dog. She calls the dog, but apparently doesn't know what an electric fence is, and she shocks the dog. They do a little uh, simultaneous, like, taking off of their sunglasses and putting it on their heads. um, As (laughs) Carrie says, all right, girls, let's go. It's subtle, but it's very cute. Yeah, that's their, like, Avengers Assemble, Mm -hmm. I feel like. Mm -hmm. Um, They start walking up, and then Carrie turns to Charlotte and says, Oh, don't forget our gift. (laughs) Meaning the giant basket. So Charlotte goes back to get it. Lainey opens the door on them and just screams. Uh, She's so excited to see them, but she doesn't hug them. It's weird. And the first words out of Sam's mouth are, Look at you, you're huge! (laughs) Uh, and she goes, oh, yeah, it's great. I, I can eat anything I want. Are yeah. you jealous? Yeah, she does say it exactly like that, too. Yeah. She's like, I can eat anything I want. You jealous? Yeah. <laughs> it was very... It was weird. Yeah, it was... Um, it, the whole interaction there was super weird. Yeah. And then they come in, and she starts introducing them to her friends. And then Charlotte comes in with the baby basket, mm-hmm. and all of her married friends go, oh, it's the Bellini baby basket. Look, everybody. Look what Charlotte <laughs> got for Lainey. And then every Charlotte is immediately uh, inducted into the cult. Yeah, absorbed. Yeah, it's they do a good job of making it look like a cult in there too, for sure. <laughs> there are children everywhere. That's a sentiment that I actually very much like appreciate and agree with, and I'm sure you probably do too. Where like if you're in a house with a bunch of people who have kids who mm-hmm. are together and you don't, mm-hmm. it does feel like a cult. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it yeah. feels like you're at a cult meeting that you just kind of stumbled into mm-hmm. accidentally. Mm-hmm. Sam gets back at Lainey immediately and hands her the bottle of scotch and says, oh, speaking of Bellini, I'm going to have a big drink. Are you jealous? And she walks <laughs> off. And Lainey, like, asides to, to Carrie <laughs> and so, Miranda. It's so not veiled at all. No. She might as well just, like, punched her in the tit. Uh-huh. Like, 
there's no yeah. there oh god and then laney so just petty. leans in and she's like oh is she still drinking and and sleeping with everybody oh that's so sad isn't it when that's all you have so it's it, <laughs> the animosity is immediate yeah um so laney introduces them to the rest of um her friends she says oh this is lisa and this is so and so and that's so and so with uh, with her son. They're uh, inseparable. We call them our old married couple. And then she walks away, and Miranda says, "So if I want to find the ideal man, all I have to do is give birth to him." <laughs> and then a woman behind her hears what she says, and she says, "Oh, my Andy is eleven months. I love him so much. He's perfect." Um, he, what she says is, uh, "He's a god, and I tell him so every day." Does she say that? I she missed says, that. And then Miranda, as she walks away, says, what are the chances in 30 years Andy's going to find a woman that'll make him happy? (laughs) My guess is zero, probably. Oh, my God. I I think, like, I remember that interaction happening, but it didn't hit me. Like, Mm -hmm. it didn't strike me what the funny Mm -hmm. part about that was. Mm -hmm. That's so good. The moms in this are, yeah. Yeah. Cult. A couple hours in, Charlotte's got a bow on her head, and she's uh, uh, in the (laughs) middle of all these moms. You know shit has gone down when Charlotte (laughs) has a bow in her hair. Oh, I'm sure it didn't take much. Uh, And Lainey's unwrapping presents, and Charlotte's wishing the baby outfits came in her size. Charlotte is catatonic Um, with giant anime eyes, mm -hmm, just mm -hmm. looking at everything and all the babies and such. Um, yeah, she does. She's like, oh, I wish this came in my size. And everyone laughs. I don't what I don't know the name of the actress who plays Charlotte, but that was very good. She she was like, I wish this came in my size, and the laughter is very canned. Mm-hmm. Miranda uh, says to Carrie, uh, "I told you it was a cult. They've got Charlotte." And Carrie's like overwhelmed by all this because she's thinking like, "Oh no, am I next?" Because um, Carrie is late. Uh, as I said, makes it about her. Oh yeah. This is not the, it's the, just, the the Friends We Have show. This is the Carrie show. <laughs> right. It's just so... Like, yeah, I get that it's a, it's a the show is about her, but it does, like, say so much about her character that they, they chose to, like, represent that as... I think what she says is she's, like, looking around at all these happy mothers with their kids and all this stuff. I couldn't wonder, am I next? And in my mind, that's such a jump. It's such a such a narcissistic jump from mm-hmm. like, look at all these happy people. Mm-hmm. Am I gonna have to have a kid? You know? <laughs> and literally, the only thing that's happened is like, her she hasn't had her period for a couple days. Mm-hmm. Like, um, she gets kind of overwhelmed by all the children and all the mothers, and she goes to the bathroom, and there is a gigantic photo of Lainey over the toilet, like eight months pregnant, uh, completely naked. Yeah. And so Carrie kind of realizes, oh, so there is some something of the old Lainey still in there somewhere. <laughs> Again, seems like a non sequitur to me. Like, lots of people who aren't crazy party girls take those, like, naked pregnancy photos. Yeah, know, but, like, like, she she made the connection because she's... The picture was so big, and she's... It was so very, naked. It was very big, yeah. <laughs> and so she starts to think of what other secrets are buried beneath the facade of um, changing because you are now married or a mother or whatever. And so we go to some cutaways 
I'm imagining must just be taking place in Carrie's head because mm-hmm. no way these people are admitting this stuff at a baby shower. Yeah. But one mom <clears throat> looks at the camera and says that she used to sleep with anyone and anything, but now she has an internet lover. Uh, one says that uh, when I was senior vice president, I had 212 people under me at any one time. Uh, and now I just yell at the guard who doesn't understand English. <laughs> Um, the one girl, she says, sometimes she goes into her kid's treehouse and yeah. She up says sometimes I'll go up in my with her walk with my <laughs> with my Walkman in my kid's treehouse and light up and listen to Peter Frampton. <laughs> um, and then there's one lady. That sounds like a time. Like yeah, that sounds it does. Nice. Uh, there's one lady who is actively wiping an ass on the floor and uh, she says, oh, I haven't changed at all. I love my life. (laughs) But sometimes I can't help but think about Lisa. (laughs) Um, So Carrie and Miranda are in the corner again and Carrie says, there's a woman over there breastfeeding a child that could chew steak. That com- that comment did make me uncomfortable. That one was that was kind of a breaking point for me. I was like, oh god. And Miranda says, if you're asking for it, you're probably too old to have it. Mm. Uh, she also says that the Hansel and Gretel witch was misunderstood <laughs> because she was just she made a dream house and she was just trying to live her life. I've heard that sentiment before, actually, mm-hmm. before I watched this. And you know what? I have to. It's not weird. wrong. Yeah. It's not, 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 not terribly wrong. Mm-hmm. So Charlotte and Lainey and another friend are on the couch. Charlotte is telling her how much she loves her house. And Lainey is like, oh, yeah, you know, it, it's a it's a shift. But, you know, you got to you got to grow up sometime. And she gets real preachy out of nowhere. Um what she she says something like you got to you got to settle down eventually you know life's not a, a Jekyll and Suzanne novel where three or four friends uh traipsing about the big city looking for looking for love and then everyone in the scene turns and looks at the, at the camera. camera yeah yeah and charlotte she she was acting really well here she um yeah. looks a little bit like wait why are you talking about me and my friends? Yeah. And it comes out that Lainey, if it's a girl, is going to name it... Um, Shayla. Shayla, thank you. The only reason I remember that is because I met someone very recently named Shayla. And it was the first person I ever met named Shayla. Yeah. But apparently uh, Charlotte made all of her friends back in the day promise that they would not take that name because she made it up when she was 11 and she's going to name her baby Shayla. Um, <laughs> my favorite, okay, my actual uh, biggest laugh, I forgot about this, it happens here, where they're like having that that back and forth and Charlotte's getting more and more upset that she stole the name and then Wait, Sam comes hold, hold in. On. Yeah. <laughs> so Lainey denies ever having uh, had that conversation and insists that she heard the name somewhere else and Charlotte is very not okay with this and they start arguing and Sam walks in for the first time since they got here. I can only imagine she's just been throwing him back in the kitchen. Yeah. Because there are just children everywhere. I get it. And she comes in and she's like, what's going on? And all Charlotte says is, she stole my baby name. <laughs> and Sam just, like, like she was waiting for this opportunity. <laughs> no expression on her face. Just instinctively turns her head to um, Lainey and says... You bitch. (laughs) 
so and there's a there's a pause so abruptly let's go let's go it was very funny it was real good just it like it was literally just like she stole my baby name you bitch and then just they go she was like, oh, finally, a reason to leave. Yeah, yeah. Man, that got me good. That was real good. Yeah. Uh, so they take off, and uh, they stop at a pub on the way home. And Charlotte is really hurt and just not happy. Um, it is kind of a dick move. Like, if it's to believe that Charlotte actually made it super clear to all her friends, mm-hmm. which... I don't know how many people they're going to, like, introduce in this show. This is season one, and we've already had, like, six people that these people used to be friends with. Mm -hmm. Like, or at least just, like, not. They used to be be better friends Mm -hmm. with, you know. Um, Charlotte's just kind of bemoaning the fact that she waited so long to have a baby. And Carrie's like, you have plenty of time. Come on. And Charlotte's like, no, I don't have plenty of time. I don't want to be one of those 40-year-old moms. And then she looks at Sam and goes, oh, no offense. And Sam looks at her like, I don't want to be one of them either. Yeah. (laughs) Um, She says, uh, there are no frozen eggs in my freezer. Because Sam knows who she is. Yep. Charlotte leaves to go to the bathroom. And Miranda says that they're they're talking about uh, losing your identity in babies. And Carrie's trying to play it off. But Miranda says... I talked to a woman in there who had a master's in finance and all she wanted to talk about was her diaper genie. So she and uh, Sam are very frustrated uh, and Carrie's trying to throw it the other way. Like, I know plenty of cool hip moms who still have their jobs and live in the city and have careers. I I love that that's the only time in this episode that that's addressed. Mm -hmm. Because, again, once again, I was very confused as to what exactly this episode was trying to say Mm -hmm. about people who get pregnant Mm -hmm. and people who don't. Mm -hmm. I still don't know. No. If you have any insights, I'd love to hear them. I don't think that I do, but Because, like, that's the only time they mentioned that, like, it's possible to have a kid and not... No, they've mentioned it a couple times. They have uh, decidedly erred on the side of it's not possible that's fair because no, as that's soon as she point. says that as, she, as soon as she says that sentence miranda and samantha simultaneously say who yeah and carrie is silent <laughs> uh and then she says i'm late my my period is late and sam can't handle this and yells at the bartender for more beer was this before or after uh miranda came out of the bathroom and charlotte was like is it clean and miranda said what do you think? <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a. That was pretty good. It's a bunch of old men at a very, very dark bar, and uh, they ask how late she is, and Carrie's like, "Oh, I'm seven days late." And Sam is like, "Oh, oh, you're fine. It's a total gray area. You're in front of the firing squad, but you haven't been shot yet." <laughs> gray area. She says <laughs> she's, that. She's like gray. Area. Yeah, she's very, uh, she's relieved and supportive yeah, at this yeah. point. <clears throat> and Miranda's like, oh, what are you going to do? And then Charlotte comes out of the bathroom uh, and she goes, okay, what did I miss? And they simultaneously all say nothing and take a drink. <laughs> um, Charlotte is the last one they need knowing about this. Yes. The next scene is Charlotte trashing her wish box. She has a little wooden box. <laughs> Full of like that's the most Charlotte shit I think has is. ever happened on this it show. It is. It's full of uh, her dreams. 
pictures of houses and uh, dream men and a pillow that she puffy painted the name Shayla on. Okay, so she gets out one thing and she's like, my her dream man, and then her second dream man, mm-hmm. right? She got out that first dream man, and I, I had to go back when I was watching it because I could have sworn to Christ that it was David Schwimmer from Friends. No. I, it wasn't. No, no. not at all. Not like, at once all. I got a second look, it was not. <laughs> but I got so scared. I got so, like, deeply afraid that it was going to be Ross from Friends. So, maybe just, like, a bit part, just like a cameo or something like that. I got so afraid. <laughs> So yeah, she she rips up all the stuff in her dream box, and then she hugs it and just is so sad. Uh, Miranda and Carrie go to the drugstore to get a pregnancy test. They're looking at them, and Miranda says, oh, this one's on sale. It's half off. And Carrie says, sweetie, I just spent $395 on a pair of open-toed Gucci's last week. This is not the place to be frugal. <laughs> that was very good. Fair. Yeah. I, I liked that. Yeah. Um, what was this... the joke with Miranda here? Doesn't she pick something up? Like, a, like is it condoms? Yeah, I didn't get that. I didn't understand this either. She says, oh, yeah, this is the pregnancy test that I used. And then she, out of the blue, grabs a box of condoms and says, like... I don't remember either. Here, here's hoping or something like that. I it think was... it was like... We've, we've had some stinkers as far as jokes go in uh-huh. this show. Yeah. But, like, there's just one every once in a while where it's not even, like, it's so not a joke Mm -hmm. and not not a joke that it just just comes off as a line. It It doesn't make sense. Yeah, it doesn't make sense and it doesn't, it's not, like, memorable in the slightest. That's why I didn't write it down. I think it might be, like, a a genius art form. The thing, like, saying something that is, like, in the form of a joke, Mm -hmm. but nobody will remember it. Mm -hmm. It might be the best and most effective way to keep secrets. I think we just discovered that. Hmm. Um, this scene made me kind of realize that I think, because Carrie is always, um, she, she just kind of turns and says, what if I am? And then Miranda's just kind of, well, <laughs> if you am, you am. If you am, you am. That made me and smile. And she goes, well, but like, am I maternal? And Miranda's kind of trying to be, and... Carrie um, starts rattling off all these terrible things she did to her dolls when she was a kid. Yeah, shave. She, sa- she said that she um, she left her baby doll out in the rain for four days and uh, her face peeled off. <laughs> oh, she said shit. that she shaved her Barbie's head when she was <laughs> mad at it. This is all going in in my briefcase of evidence against <laughs> Carrie Bradshaw. Uh, no, she's admitting to this stuff, though. She's Oh, she's, I know, I know. She's worried. And then Miranda says something that she did as a kid that was even worse... She put a rubber band around her dog's snout, which I think succeeds in making Carrie feel better. Um, (laughs) But this whole scene just kind of made me realize that Carrie and Miranda are probably the closest in the group. Huh. And it's not... Well... I'm not going to say it's functional, but we have seen a lot of times Carrie genuinely coming to Miranda for advice or for validation or for um, just to vent. And that's Samantha's not a, probably a close second. And that's not a thing that she really does with Charlotte. And if she does it yeah. with Sam, it's in the company of Miranda. That's fair. Yeah, I think I think you're right. I think Miranda is probably the closest to her. And then Sam is kind mm-hmm. of like... Because that's the thing is, like, Carrie keeps these people around for the, the function of their friendship, not mm-hmm. for just, like, what they are as people. Like, she keeps Miranda around because she's actually, like, a good friend. Sam is to make her feel young and sexy. 
And then Charlotte is, again, just a... Yes, yes. Miranda isn't a good friend to anybody. Yeah, but she listens. Miranda does listen, though. Like, she says shitty stuff, but I think she's as good of friends with Carrie as she is because Carrie knows that she can say anything to her. Mm -hmm. And Miranda will just be like, Mm -hmm. she'll do that Miranda thing where she's just like, you Mm -hmm. know? Which, I, that's, like, a solid thing for a friendship. That's, yeah, that's fair. And then Charlotte is, just, again, just, like, a curiosity that she keeps around because, I don't know, she's, yeah, she's a very really just there. old-fashioned. Yeah, yeah. Did you listen to episode six? Of ours thing? Yeah. I don't think I did. Oh, okay. Was, was that the one you just if, recently if, put up? If you, if you had listened to that first, you would not be saying these things about Miranda. <laughs> well, no, 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 I get that. I, I have said some real, I've said some things about Miranda. No, no, I'm saying Miranda has said things. Oh, really? <laughs> that are not acceptable in any type of friendship. <laughs> okay, yeah, and we, yeah. And we, and we touch on this because uh, that episode in particular is like, Miranda's out for blood. But, yes, I, I remember what you're talking about, but... She is objectively the closest to Carrie. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. 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 Um, and it's, uh, I think it's interesting because, like, we, we've a couple times now really wondered why they're friends with her in the first place. But I do think it's because of Carrie. I do think that it, it comes across to me like they've been friends the longest. And okay. that Miranda is the one that she feels like she can open up to. Mm-hmm. It doesn't go both ways, but... I just thought it was interesting because Miranda is so nasty. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's got to be a form of sunk cost. Because, like, if you've been friends for somebody for so long uh-huh. and you've invested so much already, right? Um, you're going to look past stuff. Hmm. Um, which sucks because Sam is right there. But as we've seen before, like, Miranda's not a bad person. Like, she, there have been times where, like, you really, like, I think Miranda is a very lonely person. Like, I'd say she's the loneliest of them Mm -hmm. because she shoots herself in the foot so many times as far Mm -hmm. as relationships go. So that's, like, I think that's probably part of it. Like, Mm -hmm. Carrie probably understands that, you know. God, why am I humanizing this person? (laughs) It's, yeah, it's all very interesting. Mm -hmm. So Carrie is getting ready for a party at Sam's, and Lainey calls her out of the blue uh, she's eating a gigantic pickle, and uh, she... She's going in on that pickle, yeah. too. She almost apologizes for being a bitch at the baby shower. What do you uh, mean she almost... Cause I, she blames it on her hormones. She says, uh, oh, my hormones okay, yeah, yep. have been wild. I, I know I was a bitch, but my hormones have been crazy. Yeah, you're right. It wasn't and that, really an apology. And that's where we get the single camera barrel of the episode. Yeah. The obligatory uh, two-camera line. Obligatory? Because it seems like it's in, like not in every episode. That's and the thing. Very erratic. Sometimes there'll be one. <laughs> Sometimes, Sometimes there, will there be won't one. be any. Exactly. There's never more than one, though. Like, there's always... If no, there's, there's, more than some, an episode, there's sometimes more than one. Really? It's possible. But in like my observation, I've only seen one you only in an episode. One. Maybe, yeah. yeah. Uh, but yes, she says, what Lainey didn't say is that her hormones had been going wild since she was 10. Um, and that was another... Th- it's She's done this before where she does a, a two-camera line while she's on the phone. and Yeah, that it really, it and really it's, and it's, was off-putting. It starts off like she's saying something to Lainey over the uh-huh. phone because she's not looking at the camera when she starts the line. Yeah. She starts talking and <clears throat> then she looks at the camera. The, the reality is she's just doing it 
in in actual real life, and everybody just knows this is a thing that Carrie does. So Carrie knows not to laugh at it like a joke, just let it go. Yeah, just let it go. If Carrie starts looking off into the distance and narrating the scene, just just mm-hmm. let it happen. Mm-hmm. Lainey is just saying, oh, I, I realize how much I miss you guys, and I really want to thank you guys for coming. It was so great to see you. We really need to hang out more. Carrie is not into this at all. She is very just kind oh. of annoyed yeah. by Lainey at this point. And she's like, okay, uh, yeah, I, I have to go. I'm actually running late. And she tells her that she's going to Sam's for a party. And Lainey is very jealous. And she's just like, oh, man, I miss Sam's parties. And this actress did a really good job, again. Mm-hmm. Uh, in this scene, she was very genuine, and she just comes across as lonely, and... Carrie's response seemed really weird and off to me, because because Lainey asks, well, I love Sam's parties, why mm-hmm. didn't you tell me? Mm-hmm. And Carrie says, Carrie doesn't make an excuse, no, she doesn't no. like, oh, I forgot, she says... Maybe next time. Yeah. Like, that's such a weird thing to say to a friend who, who asks why you, you mm-hmm. didn't invite them to a party. Mm-hmm. And Lainey in this scene, and she's not necessarily written like it, but I think the actress does a really good job of portraying her as... She just comes across as asking asking for help. Yeah. She yeah. she <clears throat> is, like, desperately, actively trying to reach out and... Do you think Do you think that Lainey has been, had been feeling like this previously? Or do you think that it was, like, Sam's snide comments that, like, brought this up in her, in her life? In That's her a mind? really good question. We know that her competitive nature has mm-hmm. not changed a bit because she's the one who opened the door and said, oh, yeah, I can eat anything I want, you jealous? Um, yeah, but she also just seems she seems to be genuinely enjoying her life when they see her like with the other like parents and stuff. It doesn't come off like she's not enjoying being in the the cult, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. Which I mean, it's just another example that's happened in so many other episodes of this show of these people like Kool-Aid man style busting mm-hmm. through the walls of somebody's life mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. making them think too hard about it and you know. That could be it, but I honestly think that it's both. Because when you're in something and you're surrounded by people uh, who all think the same way uh, when it's a cult, mm-hmm. um, you're going to assimilate yourself into that because it's where you're at and it's what the circumstances calls for. Mm-hmm. But when these old, old friends come into that and remind her of what yeah. used to happen, she's like, oh, wait. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, given how this group of friends acts and how... Like, it's now established, it's canon, that they've always been this way. Mm -hmm. Because they were, again, like, haunting the doorway to the kitchen, like, Mm -hmm. watching her, like, strip, Mm -hmm. and just, like, judging her, you know, implicitly, without even being like, oh, we're all, like, in college or whatever. Like, this is fun. (laughs) We're not in college. (laughs) We're we're whatever. Like, we're all young, and we're partying, Mm -hmm. and it's fun. Mm -hmm. They've always been judgmental people. Yes. And it doesn't, like, granted that, it doesn't surprise me at all how many people, like I said earlier, they used to be friends with, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, that's another thing I forgot to bring up is they are judgmental of Lainey regardless of what she does. That's very true. She was giving the people what they Mm -hmm. wanted. Mm -hmm. She was stripping. She was trying to act empowered. And they called her pathetic and sad. Uh, She is now living a very rich married life in Connecticut with a baby on the way and apparently loads of friends. 
And, yeah, like uh, a lot of friends. And they... Who seem um, very supportive. Yes. <laughs> and they judge her as pathetic now. Right. And maybe that's just the effect that these people have on people mm-hmm. that made Lainey kind of question things and go a little crazy. Uh, well, let, let's get into what happens. Yeah. Because it's, so, it's very... It's, very, it's hard to watch. <laughs> it's real rough. What I was going to say earlier, by the way, about the asides was I was going to say as far as Shakespearean asides go, Sex in the Silly, City, Sex in the Silly, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> man, that missed opportunity for a, for a naming for this podcast. Oh, well. Um, Sex in the City really walked so that House of Cards could run, you know? <laughs> House of Cards ran and ran right into a brick wall after the okay. whole, yeah. Yeah. I, I don't I don't know that show. Yeah. So Sam is aptly having an I don't have a baby shower. Again, this doesn't make sense to me, but apparently now she's insecure. Miranda is making out with Sam's accountant. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Sam again has to say the line if she fucks on that couch she buys it. Yeah, I changed. I I think I said earlier in this episode that that was a joke that was not funny but not offensive, and I've changed my mind. It is offensive. No, no, no. It, it was fine the first time because it, it was, comes back. It was banal the first time, and now it's because they say it's it that a, time and then and, and then they say it one more time. Yeah. But, uh. Um, Lainey shows up to the party, and <laughs> this is real good. She they open the door and she does her scream. And she comes up and and hugs Sam and Carrie, and she's screaming, and they're going like, ah, and looking at each other like, (laughs) oh, no. And Lainey uh, immediately goes, hey, everybody, the entertainment's here. And nobody is happy to see her. Everyone is just looking at her very weirdly. So awkward. I feel so bad for her in this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's she's a little crazy here. She well, um, like I said, like like we talked about, like the Carrie squad did this to her yeah, though. Mm-hmm. She didn't have I, to do this. Yeah, I think her self esteem has swung way the other direction. Yeah. Uh, she tries to get a drink and Carrie won't let her. Carrie says she uh, is trying to keep her away from the bar the whole night. Mm-hmm. Um, it's almost like having a, a judgmental group of friends. You always feel like you have to impress or mm-hmm. please is toxic. (laughs) Mm -hmm, Yeah. Uh, And this is the third time that Sam makes the couch joke. It's immediately after the last one. Yeah, that, yeah. Carrie is sitting next to Lainey on the couch. Sam picks Carrie up and drags her off to the side a little bit to say to her, if she gives birth on that couch, she buys it. It's, yeah. No. 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 Um, just Charlotte. No. When Charlotte sees Lainey, she's just incensed. Like, what? What the hell are you doing here? Why are you here? And Lainey's like, Oh, well, I, I missed you guys. And Charlotte goes, Oh, you missed us. You missed the pathetic, live for the moment single girls who think that life is a what's her face novel. And they have another argument. And Lainey kind of opens up a little bit. Because Charlotte said, oh, you want to know what my problem is? Like, you you just took my dream and killed it, that's all. <laughs> and then Lainey goes, oh, well, at least you know what happened to your dream. I don't know what the hell happened to mine. And so she's kind of, as far as we know, she hasn't had any alcohol yet. But she's going pretty deep. In she the, probably in this... pre-gamed. She, yeah. The way that she's acting, I think she, mm-hmm. she definitely pre-gamed a little and bit. And I should have started with this. This party is not that kind of crazy party it's not it's not a rage no this, this is, is a this is adult a, party yeah this is a mingling party yeah uh the lights are all on mm-hmm. there's chill music happening everyone is just kind of 
I mean, there's making out happening, but nothing. Yeah, this bananas. is like an adult, like, I made a pot of chili, come on over type of party. You a know? little bit nicer, but. You yeah. think so? I mean, everybody's dressed up. I didn't notice that. Everybody's like dressed up, dressed up? No, just a cocktail party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Charlotte is getting attention from a guy who just uh, foreclosed on a house. So all hope is not lost. <laughs> um, a little time goes by and Lainey tries to get a drink again. And Carrie goes, okay, we, sh- we should probably try to get you home. And Lainey's like, oh, fuck that. I'm going to, I don't want to go back there. There's what she says more fucks in this one I think than have been previously in in episodes. I think this is the most fucks in Lainey an episode has a lot so far. Of them. Yeah, I like her specifically. She just says fuck a lot. Mm-hmm. Um she runs away from Carrie and just yells, "All right, fuckers, who wants to see my tits?" <laughs> <laughs> and it's which, and it's dead silent. To which there's no but response. There is one man one sitting alone who raises his hand and says I'll take a look. <laughs> and Lainey's response to this... I'll take a look. ...is she nods and starts to walk toward him. And it's it's <laughs> extremely good. And, again, I love this actress. And... Man, this dude, what a unit. What an honest, just straightforward, straight shooting. I'll take a look. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll have a peek. If it's being offered. I didn't notice, but I did wonder... Does he, is he someone from the old days? Like, is he someone who's in the previous party scene who comes back? Most of these people are. Are the same. I I recognized a couple. Gotcha. Which makes it weirder, too, that they're all people who know Lainey. Yeah. Uh, But now that she's pregnant and they haven't seen her in so long, Mm -hmm. they don't want to talk to her anymore. Yeah. So, um, so Lainey gets up on a, on an ottoman and starts to, like, unbutton her stuff, and everybody's real uncomfortable. Everybody, and she, including Timothy Bommel, myself, was so uncomfortable. It was bad, and Sam says that it's at once uh, so sad and yet the greatest validation I've ever had. <laughs> I'm not feeling great on Sam. What a dick. With, what with, a with dick. Seriously. And Lainey starts to kind of realize what the vibe is. Yeah. And she gets a little bit panicky and says, oh, I don't know if I can do this. And the guy from before goes, no biggie. <laughs> Again, a unit. Like, he's not like a misogynist. He's not. It just, he's not mad about it. It was being offered. <laughs> it was on the menu. And he said, oh, I'll take a peek. There weren't any other takers. Yeah. So why why let like, it go to waste? No, that's okay. I, you know what? I respect um, that guy. He just knows what he wants. Yep. You know? Yep. So she kind of looks for help. And to their credit, the girls kind of take her hand and help her down as the overdub is talking about something. And Sam, unprompted, gets her a glass of water, which still makes me love her very much. She's still a better friend than Charlotte. Uh, yeah. As much pleasure as she takes in someone else's pain. The thing like is, she... the, the problem with Charlotte is she just gets blinders. Mm-hmm. When Charlotte sees something, it's very established that she like kind of just cuts out everything else but that thing. Yes. And it's usually someone she wants to marry. Yes. You know? But at the same time, can you name me a time when Charlotte was an actively good friend? No. <laughs> yeah. No. That's what I'm saying. Like That's the thing about Sam is she's actually like... 
Which makes sense because she works for a PR firm. Mm-hmm. So she has to have some level of empathy for right. other people. But, like, she, she says things, again, very much like me. Anyone that she doesn't care about will get shit on constantly. <laughs> and to their face. Yeah. But the people that she does love... She will try to diffuse tension. She will say things to elevate them, mm-hmm. regardless of what she's said prior. Right. And she uses the little amount of social and physical capital that she does have mm. to elevate those people as well. Yeah. Um, yeah I, I just had this thought. I think Charlotte's problem might be that she doesn't know who she is. Mm-hmm. Like, everyone else knows who Charlotte is. She kind of wears it on her sleeve a little bit. Mm-hmm. But I think she, whether it's because, like, she does, she wants to be something else mm-hmm. or whatever, she just hasn't accepted it. She is the person who will run up on you with a giant baby basket <laughs> that's as big as her body. Yeah. But if asked about it, I doubt that she would say she's that kind of person. She'd probably be like, no, I feel like I'm more fun than that, you know? <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah. And you're I think right. that's why she hangs out with these people. And why she's so yeah. inactive, because they just kind of give her... They they are kind of what she wants to be. Yeah. What she thinks she wants yeah. out of life. Yeah. Um, and they don't do anything or say anything to, like, tell her otherwise, you know? They just kind of let her go along yeah. with who she is. What, mm-hmm. what they know she is. Yeah, they don't, they don't communicate to her about mm-hmm. herself. They just kind of take her for granted. And we're really exploring these characters. It took yeah. us ten episodes. Yeah. But finally, there. This was just this episode in particular was a lot of emotions, yeah. a lot of complicated yeah. stuff happening, and it was. Yeah, I came away I from don't, it. I don't like to say the word deep, but <laughs> it kind of almost was. I don't think the episode itself was deep. I think it makes you feel deep because it makes you sad. Mm-hmm. Like this episode makes you a little bit sad. I was real sad. Yeah. yeah. Just because I, yeah, I don't think, but I don't, I, well, I refuse to put that on the writers. I don't think they meant to do that. Mm -hmm. It just is because they were venting some shit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's like a little too real, you know? Right. Um, so Carrie calls Lainey a cab and Lainey is like very confused and distraught here. Again, excellent actress. She doesn't want to leave. And she says, oh, Carrie, come on, just, just give me another chance. It'll, it'll be fine. And Carrie insists to her, it's not who you are anymore. Which I think is incorrect. I think it's not who any of them are anymore. Because, mm-hmm. as we've seen, Sam has... Sam, at the very least, has grown into a person... Yeah. Who, f- from a person who throws ragers to mm-hmm. a person who throws cocktail parties. Yeah. Where that, maybe somebody will make out. That line was what... I think that was the nail in the coffin for this episode for me of, as to like, it didn't have a point. Mm-hmm. Cause it's like, well, what are you trying to prove? Like mm-hmm. you're, that's not who you are anymore. Like what, what's the point? Mm-hmm. That <laughs> what, was, that was, what was a, the point of any of this? It was a very condescending yeah. uh, period to a whole situation that Carrie just didn't want to have to deal with. And the then doesn't because mm-hmm. I don't know what, what is between here and the end of the episode. Not a lot. Yeah. But, but, like, it ends with Carrie just being, like, and then I got my period. Yeah. And I mm-hmm. don't have to fucking deal with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, wh- what? But you realize that that is nothing new. Every... Yeah. The end of every single episode up to this point has been, I vented my feelings and mm-hmm. Big said 
three lines and now everything's fine and I don't have to think about it anymore. <laughs> yep. Yeah, you got yeah, that's a good point. She she does like end a lot of her crises with I choose not. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> I no. Choose... Every every episode starts exactly where it began. Yeah. And the eternal the the the, the Ouroboros of Carrie Bradshaw. <laughs> the myth the myth the, the brothers in arms, Sisyphus and Carrie Bradshaw. So Lainey is super introspective and just kind of losing her mind a little bit here. She's trying to communicate to Carrie how confused and sad she is here. Mm. She's almost she's almost crying, but she says a lot of babble like nobody told me that this was going to happen. Somebody should warn you before you change or grow up or something like that. Yeah. And it wasn't anything coherent, but the actress really portrayed mm-hmm. uh, just kind of the desperation and confusion that was being felt there. And she ultimately kind of looks up at Carrie and says, one day you're going to wake up and you're not going to recognize yourself. Um, and it was very sad. So sad. And she gets in the cab. Carrie shuts the door, doesn't even look at her, doesn't wave, doesn't say goodbye, mm-hmm. looks at the cabbie and says, can you take her to Connecticut? Which, is that a thing? <laughs> yeah, I mean... How the, close is Connecticut? Um, and how big is Connecticut? That's a good point. How <laughs> It's not that close, because like north of New York is Jersey. Okay. Or maybe west of New York is Jersey. Hold on. No, but you're you're right. That line is sad for a multitude of reasons, but also because it, it like it can go one of two ways. That line can either be she's been this way the whole time. Mm-hmm. She was like questioning her life and questioning her choices way before the girls came in and, you know, were shitty. Mm-hmm. Or she was enjoying her life and now they've like ruined it to a certain <laughs> extent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Both of which are incredibly sad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so... And this entire scene, Carrie's face does not change. She is completely blank the entire time, which, of course, is nothing to be surprised about. No. But when we're actually faced with some kind of pathos and from an actor who's semi-competent, <laughs> it's just really jarring, and it made me real sad. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's... No, actually, Connecticut is, like, w- just, just north of New York City, I think. It's not that far. That makes sense. But still, like, to say to a cabbie... Take her to Connecticut. Take her to a state. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was the writers trying to be clever. Mm-hmm. They were trying to, like, loop it back in, like, mm-hmm. she's in Connecticut now. She's one with the Connecticut folk or whatever. I was actually really surprised, so I don't know why I was doing this. Probably just self-destructive habits. But I was Googling this show. I was just, like, do- doing some research on it the other day of my own free will. Mm-hmm. And, uh, like a large portion of the writers were women. Like, I think we've said in past episodes that, mm-hmm. like, this is a show about women written by mm-hmm. men and that's why it's fucked up. Mm-hmm. But, like, there's a surprising amount of episodes that are this, penned by female writers. Yeah, this uh, episode in particular I know was written by a woman. I actually, this is the first time I actually did some research. Yeah. And actually, I really liked the writing in this Oh, in no, this yeah. The ri- as, I, as a whole. I noted that in my brain. I was like, this is actually, like, the flow of the dialogue and everything is pretty mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. But overall, the message is convoluted and sad at best. Well, yeah. You know? It's, um, yeah, it's super complicated. It's super uh, white problems. Yeah. I don't know. 
I mean, it shouldn't be surprising that not every story about women or involving women that's written by a woman is going to be, you know, no, no, it was positive like, it was, and friendly was, to women. It was the 90s, and it's about a world in which women live in the male construct, mm-hmm. um, especially in the 90s. Yeah. Um, that, like I say, it's when you look at it through that lens of when it was made, it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I think I just keep waiting after 10 episodes. I'm waiting still... for it to get woke? Yeah. <laughs> I'm still waiting for this show to be what I thought it was going to be, be waiting a while. when I started. But yeah, I'm, I'm slowly realizing that. That yeah. like this show is not that. It's not as empowering as one would hope. As it should have been. As I think it should have been. That's what makes me a little bit sad is like this should have been the like girl power show of the mm-hmm. late 90s. And that's what it was always like. That's what I always thought it was. People thought it was that. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the very end of the episode is Carrie sitting at a playground, staring at children and asking herself questions uh, that she doesn't get to answering because on her way home, she gets her period. Um, and then it ends. And that w- then that's it. Yeah. Because Carrie doesn't have to fucking think about it anymore. Nope. And immediately, these intense feelings that she was having the entire episode mm-hmm. are gone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just gone. And will never be thought of again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because that's She's how she works. She's asking questions. If I had to be a mom, am I ready for this? Right. Uh, would <clears> I <throat> Would I do a good job? All this very uh, one-way introspection uh, just out the window by the end. So, yeah. Uh, we don't have to worry about babies anymore. Yeah. Super sad episode. <laughs> um, kind of a down vibe in the studio tonight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. Although we do still have this wonderful... Did you put this back up? Mm-hmm. Just now. Man, we've been talking about bad friends a lot in this episode, but <laughs> let's talk about some good friends, one of which being <laughs> Eva Lang, a very good friend. Aww. It's pretty in here. It is nice, yeah. My comforter is an extremely 90s paint stroke design mm-hmm. Of disgusting teals and pinks and navies. And it is reminiscent. I absolutely of, love it. Like that '90s Taco Bell cup yes, pattern. Yeah, the, the, the green cup. and yeah. the teal. Yeah. Well, thank you for listening to this uh, episode. Uh, if you're my girlfriend, I love you. And if you're anyone else of the other five people that listen to this podcast, I, I love you too. Love them too. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. I love you too in a different way, but very strongly. Are you not gonna have a closing statement today? Well, I said earlier that I was admitting all of the things that she said about the doll into evidence, and I think that's probably mm. about as far as it goes in this one. I mean, the thing is, like, for any jury that was going to sit here and listen to this story that we just spun, I don't think I need to say anything. You, you like, want, we're all sad. You want to rest your case this week. I, yeah, I, I do, because, like, there's nothing to be said. Mm-hmm, like, yeah. it was sad. Carrie Bradshaw is a destructive, toxic person who, mm-hmm. who just, like I said, Kool-Aid-style busts into people's lives and makes them think, overthink everything for the sake of her column. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. I mean, murder was last week, so I don't feel like I need to... It's murder again. Let's just say it's murder <laughs> again, because, like, murder was last week, and that's a pretty big one. Uh, murdering of uh, one's ideas of self <laughs> and self-esteem. Yeah, murdering the self-esteem of all of her friends and mm-hmm. anyone she comes into contact with, mm-hmm. yes. It's just becoming more and more apparent to me how toxic this friend group is. These four mm-hmm. women. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. And it's very cyclical and uh, mm-hmm. interfeeding of each other. Yeah. Again, like I said, it does not surprise me at all how many people we're probably, we have met and are going to meet 
that are going to have been friends uh-huh. with these people previously. Yes. That's probably just a lazy writing tactic. But like... if, if Carrie has a pertinent topic of the week, rest assured that particular ex or former friend will show up. Yeah. Two laws of this show. New York is two blocks mm-hmm. and there will always be someone who used to be friends with Carrie Bradshaw. <laughs> <laughs> no. Good night, everyone. Good night. <laughs>